Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. I know I tell you every time, you know, Thursday night football games have been bad this year. I'm not going to lie about it. There's been a lot of games that haven't been very good. But what if I told you this one was actually worth watching? It's a Festivus present for all of us as we get a Thursday night matchup that is actually going to be, at least on paper, a good game. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Obviously, this is not the voice of any of them. I'm Jason Fitz hanging out with Alan Hahn. For the next four hours, we're going to get you caught up on everything you need to know for Festivus. For Thursday Night Football, we're going to have some fun. Should be a good time. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Han, we are Festivus celebrating a spectacular Thursday night football game. Uh, I've got Santa with me. You've got a delightful Christmas sweater. I feel like we're bringing the spirit, and uh, you know that's going to follow into a Thursday night football matchup that actually has two teams with not only playoff expectations, but two teams with a lot on the line, two teams that are, have at times this season played really good football. Like There's something to this matchup that has me at least enticed. Yes, no airing of grievances uh, about the Thursday night football game or the way to start off week 16 because, you know, what we had, I mean, we, we were happy to have football Monday, to, doubleheader Monday, doubleheader Tuesday just because it, it gets us through the week. But those games, I mean, the Tuesday games were not really that entertaining. So let's see if we can now get some entertaining football. And, of course, now the most meaningful football of all because we have playoff clinching scenarios. I mean, think about it, 27 teams out of the 32 are still in contention for a playoff spot, and these two teams tonight, certainly very much in front and center. And I'm watching I'm watching the 49ers the last couple of weeks, and Harry Douglas kept talking about this throughout this week, and it's it really holds true. They are a team that might have been better than we expected in a division we thought was going to be a great division. Like that division, you thought, boy, they might get all four in. Now, Seattle, Legion, no boom. I mean, it's, it's that window is probably closing there. But you can get three teams in the NFC West in the playoffs, and wouldn't that be something? And then, the, then of course, it leads you to all the questions about the 49ers. Well, you traded up to get a quarterback, but you got one who's playing really well again. He's already gotten you to a Super Bowl once before. What's his future? And if I'm if I'm a team in the NFL right now that's not sure about my quarterback situation, and I mean, as much as we want to think every team is feels secure going into every year with a quarterback, we all know it, it is situational with a lot of these teams when it comes to their quarterback and, and how happy you are with them. I'm watching this game. I'm watching more and more of what they do now in meaningful games here to see what's Jimmy G, what is he, where does he rank, and if they don't want him anymore – can he help my team? And I'll tell you what, one team that should be watching him is in Cleveland. Ooh. Oh, we just started straight out with some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. By the way, speaking of quarterbacks, we're going to ask you in a little bit what your team's quarterback looks like. If he wasn't a quarterback, don't worry, we'll explain, but you can hang out with us on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-729-3776. We'll do that in a little bit. But with your straight talk, uh, I mean, there, there are a couple of things here. Number one, Harry Douglas is like Jay Will. They're, they're two guys that I know that can talk anybody out of their lunch money. And so when I first heard Harry Douglas say the 49ers aren't getting enough respect, I laughed at the radio. I was driving around the car. I laughed at the radio. Mm-hmm. I text Harry. I said, you lost your mind. And Harry's like, just watch the film. That's his answer to everything. And over the course of the last three, four days, the more I've heard him talk, the more I've, I've, I've looked at all this, 
He's right. I mean, Jimmy G is playing better than he gets credit for because I think that we've decided there's a narrative on Jimmy G that, you know, he's just not good enough. And I want to go back to something that happened on this show because Jimmy Garoppolo, 49ers quarterback, was on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin back on May 4th right after the NFL draft and was asked specifically about whether or not he has a chip on his shoulder after the team decided to trade up and draft Trey Lance. This is what he said. Well, the chip will always be there. Uh, that that hasn't gone away at all. You know, since since I got in the league, I've had that. I think it kind of comes from just the way you were raised and everything like that. You know, my dad was an electrician, blue-collar guy, and I think it kind of just rubs off onto you. And so uh, it's kind of the way the league's going nowadays. Uh, Everyone's drafting young, uh, wants to get the developmental guy and things like that. And so, you know, I kind of know, know what it is. Uh, I've been on both sides of it now. But, you know, at the end of the day, like I said earlier, all you can really ask for is the opportunity. And once you get that, you got to take advantage of it. That's some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. So, Han, follow me for a second because the biggest narrative uh, that we've had about Jimmy G is that he's not good enough because he can't stay healthy, right? And that just reminds me in this particular matchup of the exact same things that we were saying about Ryan Tannehill when eventually his time had to come to an end in Miami because he just couldn't stay healthy. Then he goes to Tennessee and plays incredibly well, not just because he played well, but because Frankly, he was able to stay on the field, and that's what got him paid. So, like, I'm looking at the Jimmy G, and I'm seeing the parallel here, uh, honestly, of a quarterback that, as he plays as well, has got to have everybody thinking, man, that could be my guy. It could be, and it's obviously still very much, you know, in his prime. But it it feels like he's been in the league a long time, but yet he's not old yet, right? And I do think the idea of him staying healthy, that knock on him, the best ability, your availability – and his availability was something questioned when he first got there, obviously, with the knee issue. But when he is healthy, though, he puts together good performances. It's the main reason why they traded for him in the first place. He's 8-3. and three. It, You know, it, like he, when he plays primetime, he's 8-3 and three in primetime games. He's done very well this year. And, oh, by the way, he did have you one throw away, maybe from locking up a Super Bowl, right? Just one. That's all it is. Just, just get that one throw, and you, you, know, you might have a ring. And if he has a ring, where's he going? He's not going anywhere. Maybe Trey Lance is somewhere else. But if they do want to move on from him because Kyle Shanahan feels like, I can do more with this offense with a quarterback that can run a lot more, that can do a lot more run-pass option, then maybe that's why he wants to move on. Because look what he's doing with Debo. Look look how he has unlocked that offense uh, by using players. He has a lot of versatile players on that offense. But if they are ready to move on from him, and I'm a team that is sort of on that treadmill, that quarterback treadmill, or I have a guy who's okay but could be better. Like I mentioned Cleveland because eventually they're going to have to pay Baker. And let's ask the question, who would you rather have? Who would you rather have? A guy that actually has gotten to a Super Bowl, so it's proven already he can win you to the Super Bowl. Oh, well, they did it with their defense. Okay, well, Cleveland probably do it with their defense, too, in a running game as well. But I want somebody that I know in a big spot can make the play. And speaking of availability, is Baker Mayfield always available to his team? He's starting to get banged up. He's starting to get hit a lot. And when he does, he's starting to miss time. And that's always the excuse. Can't make that throw because the shoulder and all that. So there's one. The other team? How about the New York Football Giants? Are they satisfied of their quarterback position? You know, Russell Wilson is something we talk about because it sounds really exciting, but Jimmy Garoppolo would not be a terrible move for them if they don't believe that that Daniel Jones is the guy. But even if they want to keep Daniel Jones, why not make that move, create some competition uh, in that quarterback room? So there are a lot of options. New Orleans Saints, what are they doing at quarterback as well? We always want to use the Aaron Rodgers, the Russell Wilsons, the brand names when it comes to some of these teams. What if they got this guy? 
But sometimes adding a player like Jimmy Garoppolo, who is in that second 10 of quarterbacks, not a top 10, but definitely in the second 10, it can change. It could give you that element that you're missing. So I, I never understood the knock on him. And and by the way, I was uh, I was actually co-host. I was hosting the show when we had him on. It was right after the draft, and it was like a feature. He was there with his dad, and that's what I found when we just played that audio from from uh, back in the spring. And I found it fascinating how he had that awareness of, yeah, I've been through this. Remember, he was in the quarterback room with Tom Brady. He came up that way through the whole Patriot way. So for him now to go through this here, he knows how to handle it. And I think that's an important element too, Fitz, to have a guy that isn't going to get rattled because I brought a quarterback in the room and created some competition, questions about your future. Dude's still delivering. There's something to be said about that kind of character too. Especially in a year where the NFL draft may not have great quarterback options. I'd also add the Steelers yep. to your list. I mean, there are yeah, a yep, lot of teams name. that if you've got a team that's really set right now but you need a quarterback, Jimmy G's going to have market value. All right, we'll keep that going. And uh, like I said, we're going to ask you guys to chime in on some interesting quarterback conversations today. But speaking of quarterbacks, it's been said that Joe Burrow looks like Macaulay Culkin. I don't know by who, but we'll tell you why Burrow's now the one who's staying <laughs> home alone this Christmas. Aha! That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. As a middle-aged white guy, I can speak for many middle-aged white guys. Why do we all know just little bits of the chorus of this and none of the rest of it? I'm just saying... Hey, speak for yourself. Speak for yourself, man. You got the flow on this? There's a a New York thing, man. It's just something we grew up with. So you know all the words to this? I mean, can I repeat them right now at six o'clock in the morning? No, but you know this is so. I mean, I've heard this song for twenty, thirty years. So have I, but I just never know. I like I I know like this many of the words. I I don't know. It's Keyshawn J. Will and Max, by the way, uh, presented uh, by Progressive Insurance. Good that I know what we're presented by. He's Alan Hahn. I'm Jason Fitz. It's early in the morning on Festivus. We're having a little bit of fun today. (laughs) All of our guests today are going to join us on the Goodyear Hotline. I really like this is such a karaoke jam because when you got the words in front of you, you're fine. But this just feels like that party song where when you don't have the words in front of you, a lot, a lot of people get lost. I, uh, that's I, fair. I, that part's fair. If, if you're saying that verbatim, uh, you know, I mean, that, that I, I get that. But it's also because it's, 
it's a rap song. It's not as easy to follow as a Christmas jingle that just sort of repeats itself throughout. I feel like there's a lot in this. And you're right, too. The other thing is like Christmas songs in general are pretty short. Like Jingle Bells, you don't have a lot of words you got to get to. But when you get to like the third verse on Jingle Bells, everybody's lost. In fair, uh, in fairness. <laughs> I didn't know okay. there was a third verse. You're the music guy. I'll defer to you. I'll defer to you. Somebody on Twitter is going to tell me now that, that I should stick to sports, which is going to be well, my actually, favorite part of the day. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know you've made it. Uh, by the way. Google me. Uh, we're asking on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed and call in line. What job does your team's quarterback look like he would have if he wasn't a quarterback? So you can be part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max uh, uh, on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Just call us, 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football bowl season's here. Fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And here's why we're asking it. I know it seems weird, but yesterday, Kimberly A. Martin was promoting First Take, Her Take, the podcast. uh, And uh, she began talking about quarterbacks who look like they could kill you, which led to this interaction between Kimberly and Harry Douglas. If we can talk about weird looking quarterbacks, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> he looks like he'd come and like unclog Gardner, the Gardner toilet, Minshew. Right? Like, he Gardner. Right? I mean, she's not wrong. Like no. maybe maybe he's auditioning for the next Mario Brothers movie, huh? Like a- Joe Dirt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you I know. mean, it, it Gardner Minshew is the cousin that shows up, you know, at this time of year that you don't see all year, and he every year he just looks the same. You're like, yeah, you still got the mullet, huh? You still yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> so what then? Other quarterbacks in the NFL, if they weren't a quarterback, what job does it look like they would have? So we want you guys to chime in with your favorite team. Uh, but I, I, so that makes me think of Derek Carr, right? So like oh, I immediately easy. think of like male mascara model, like, cause he's got like the dark eyes, you know, like there, there's maybe, maybe there's something to that. Oh no, no, no. I got, I got Derek Carr, Derek Carr. All right. So during the day he works in it, but mm-hmm. on weekends, I mean, he's the lead singer of a cover band for green day. Oh wow. I mean, he's a yeah, lead that's... singer of green day cover band, right? It's gotta be. That's... Right, so on like during the week, like you look at him and he's in a tie and stuff, but you can see the eyes. You're like, he's got another side to him. Then like one Saturday night, you're at a bar, you look up, and you go, yeah, that's Derek from IT. <laughs> It's like very office like he yes. passes his demo around of everybody uh, just to let him know he's available <laughs> right. for parties. Uh, let, let's uh, let's think of some others. Uh, I know Zach Wilson, right? Jets. So, yes. you know, what are we thinking? Like Hollister model, like, you know, Christmas time in the malls, like when they used to have the models that like weren't really models, but they work in retail. But they're they're good enough to be that. Like I stand outside the store to try and get people to come shop here, which is always weird for me yeah. in general, because like half your audience now has to look at this like shirtless dude and be like, OK, is that supposed to make me want to come into Hollister. I'm very don't know uncomfortable right now. Yeah, because yeah, I won't look like that in those jeans. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking more like this. He's because uh, if he's looks so young, I don't know if he'd have it. He has a job. What he is, though, is part of the villain posse of a coming of age movie. Oh, wow. Like he's like in the villain posse of like the lacrosse player in the coming of age movie. Like, you know, those 80s cover- coming of age movies. Like yeah. he's like he would be the guy like not necessarily a main character but sort of behind the main villain character as one of his boys that's that's good you know it also speaks to how you know good looking uh, quarterbacks are in general that i immediately think acting roles for so many of these you go, guys yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like jared goff obviously belongs in some sort of a movie where you couldn't quite afford an a-lister that that's that got that look so you went with the next one it's like the not he's playing somebody in a movie for sure but like or maybe 
maybe it's like a made-for-TV. He's like Lifetime Christmas movie status. But he's definitely, he's definitely got the thing. He's got the Playing off the thing. Ryan Gosling thing. See, I yeah, was thinking more yeah, like, we were saying this during the break. Surf shop owner, right, in Southern California, but he crushes it on Tinder because a lot of the dates <laughs> think he looks just like Ryan Gosling. That's what no, he's definitely got a profile that says Ryan Gosling in this imaginary <laughs> world, and he's just hoping somebody's like, oh, yeah, 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 that, that's Ball Ryan Gosling. Fall for it, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's Daniel Jones? Like, what are we thinking for Daniel Jones? That's a tough one. I think he's, um, you know, he's like an accountant. Okay. You know, I, I just think he lives a very quiet, simple life, you know, has a nice cottage in suburbia. You know, just, just you know, mows the grass, like waves to his neighbors. You know, nice guy. He's that, he's that nice guy with a nice family on the block. Like, there's really... You know, nothing that would blow you away. Nothing exciting about him. I think that's yeah, really I, what, what he is. I think you've gone one step more. Like, I'm, I'm going to take him back a step in life and make him an insurance adjuster that, like, is sort of Ooh. lives out of his car mostly. Like, you know, like he works really? out of his, He seems, yeah, like he pulls up to the house and he's got a lot of briefcases in the back and he's got to pull the file out and he's like, just let me. <laughs> I just need to walk the, the roof. Every, and everything check out you the all our references like go back to like leisure shoot seventies kind of jobs. It's so funny. <laughs> How about Aaron Rodgers? I think Aaron Rodgers is a barista at a coffee shop who who's lives off a trust fund, but he doesn't want anybody to know about it, right? So oh. he lives very comfortably, and you're like, how does he like? He doesn't work. Like he just does this all day. Like this is all he does. But he, yeah, he he lives off a trust. Fund. Doesn't want anybody to know about it. So he tries to look like he's meager. You know, like like he's you know not of not of well means, but he but he's got tons of money. Just doesn't want you to know about it. Uh, Broods I, all day, just constantly, just you know, you're, miserable. You're close on this one. Okay. He just looks more to me like my weed dealer. Like, and then you're looking and saying like, how how are you making enough to actually afford the house that you're living in? So you know that <laughs> there's something else going on in his like dynasty. Like he's got an empire you don't know about, and you're trying to figure out like it's sort of Big Lebowski esque at some level. Like, I like it. it th- that's that's what about Brady? Like you know Tom Brady. I was trying to think chiseled. of that one. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to think of that one. Like, what would Brady be? Because other than just the perfect family, he owns a car dealership. Like he's in his own car commercial, like oh, car, car dealership, dealership commercials yeah. with his, you know, with the trophy wife telling you all how great the deals are down here of cars that he would never drive himself. Yeah, that's I like that. And I, he's like I, ultimate. He's just the ultimate competitor. He wants to be the number one in sales ever. So he's driving his salespeople every day. He's probably miserable to work for. That's who Tom Brady is. Speaking of Brady, by the way, listen to the Man in the Arena podcast, ten part series exploring how sports impacts our everyday lives through the lens. Of Tom Brady's career, brought to you by ZipRecruiter and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Russell Wilson, dentist, definitely a dentist. Like he just seems like affable, <laughs> nice. You walk in, like you're not scared. Like he he talks you off the ledge. He's gonna give uh, you a little of the laughing dentist, gas. Dentist, see, I was going with he's he's the college professor at like a small like not Ivy League, but sort of like with that leafy kind of Ivy League feel. You know, like he's a cardigan wear, like in this time of year, you'll see him in a cardigan. He'll walk around campus. Everybody knows him. Really friendly, approachable professor. Uh, that's actually that's that. Do we have one for Jimmy G? By the way, we we I, I know that Kimberly had some some opinions on Jimmy G. I, I don't know. I still think he's a male mar- model. Like he's just he is a male model. Like he's a good looking dude. Yeah, that'd be too easy, right? Like if he isn't, then he's he's like letting everybody down. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the one that he was this the superstar. He played all three. He played three sports in high school. Dominated everything. Dominated the prom. Home homecoming king. Like most likely to succeed, and then went on right to have like a great modeling career. Pat, you, Pat, you got one for Jimmy G. What what do you got there? Yeah, he looks like one of those guys on Wall Street who's getting walked out after committing tax fraud for sure. No, <laughs> very specific reference. Well, or or 
as Kmart like, suggests, Wolf of Wall Street. You can't imagine Jimmy G fitting right into nah, that movie because he doesn't have that evil look to him. See, he's got more like Kmart suggested this one. He's got that look of somebody that you're like, wow, he seems really nice, but it's got this dark, like other side of him that nobody knows about that we find out in the headlines the next morning. Going, wait. Garoppolo? That's the guy down the block. He murdered all those people? Like, that's what he's got. That's, wow. That is, that is dark. You guys can chime in. Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let us know what your favorite quarterback would be doing if they weren't a quarterback, just based on the way they look. You can also tweet us and get into the conversation that way. All right, we'll tell you in a little bit why Joe Burrow's staying home alone at Christmas, but one NFL trade that would help the Packers keep Devontae Adams even if they lose Aaron Rodgers, we've got it figured out, and we'll tell you about it. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Almost feel bad sing- like speaking over this song. Oh, it's a delight. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Series XM, Channel 80. I don't know why I have to tell you what station it's on because... You're listening or watching on that station. But either way, Alan Hahn, Jason Fitz. <laughs> I'm just, you know, Festivus has so me right all sorts of yeah. fired up. You know yeah. what, though? Because we both, we both host, and I do find that funny. You're watching ESPN. You're watching ESPN, too. You're watching. You're listening on ESPN radio. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, just once I want to look at my car and be like, you don't say. Really? I thought I, man, I, thought I was on Sirius XM Holly. I had no idea this happened. I was just channel surfing, and I came upon this show, and I'm like, what channel is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ESPN radio's got you covered for bowl game action, by the way. Tune in tomorrow night for the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. It is Festivus. Also, quickly, I'll tell you, Han, like, so I've got a, a friend years ago that uh, has a little daughter, and she always called this day Christmas Adam because, you know, Adam came before Eve. And so the day before Christmas Eve, Christmas Adam. So, you know, you feel free to steal that, bring that into your lexicon. I am because using that. No, it's no, adorable. I am definitely using that. I'm, no. I'm 100% using that. I got my, my girls go to Catholic school. My wife is a Catholic school teacher. And that is definitely something I'm using today, especially my little, my six-year-old will probably use that now forever. So uh, consider it stolen, but I appreciate it. There you it. go. I'm bringing that in. Festivus for, for the rest of us. I know that this is a big uh, party <laughs> a day for us. Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well done, guys. Uh, so it's a day of joy as Alan Hahn, Jason Fitz, we're in for the guys. Uh, and, you know, it's also a day of, of just dreaming of, of how Santa could make certain things happen and, and what the future could look like. And, you know, there was a conversation that happened on this very show, Keyshawn J. Will and Max, uh, yesterday. And you asked Harry Douglas what he would do if he was Devontae Adams. And, in fact, uh, his quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, left. This was Harry's response. I'm right. out of there. I'm right. gone. Right. A-Rod's not there. Why would I stay there? Right. There's zero why? interest in staying. Yeah. Why would I stay? I'm going to play with my best friend. The only why Derek Carr. Now, I, I do love the way he just threw that. I'm going to go play with my best friend, Derek Carr. But it had us sort of wondering, what if there's a scenario where he can play with his best friend, Derek Carr, and bum, 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 do it. At Green Bay. I mean, we've just presumed that all is going to be uh, separated this year and that Aaron Rodgers is going to go somewhere else. Well, what if in this process, the Packers look around and decide it's a win-win for them to let Aaron Rodgers go to Vegas, my beloved Raiders, while at the same time acquiring Derek Carr to come to Green Bay? It keeps their receiver combo together. It seems like it could be a win-win. Well, think about it this way, too. Again, if you're Brian Gutekunst and, you know, you should have a pretty good idea of what's going to happen. I would hope at this point that that relationship has at least gotten to that point of Aaron Rodgers letting him know at season's end, wherever that is, if it's in L.A. walking off the field with Lombardi or if it's before that, if it's in the NFC Championship game walking off Lambeau again or whatever it is, you know, all right, I'm, I'm going to move on. Okay, now we can get to business. You know, you want to go west? Okay, I want you out of the, the NFC. I don't want to have to see you. Um, and then it's, but now where do we go? Because when you move on from a superstar like that, like think about in the past, only a very few places, you know, San Francisco, when they had Steve Young, they were able to move on from a legend and have another guy, another Hall of Famer ready to go. Green Bay, of course, had Aaron Rodgers waiting uh, when Brett Favre, um, when it was time for them to trade him to my beloved Jets. And that also, you know, is, is something we talk with Mike Tannenbaum about a lot because he was aggressive and said, I got to get that guy. Um, look at look at Tom Brady when he left New England. They didn't really have an answer right away. They went to Cam Newton and sort of had to rebuild. They went into the draft and had to redo it. The Green Bay Packers would be in reset mode mainly because not only are you losing a legend, but you know Devontae is going to leave too. Because why would he stay? For who? Jordan Love? Come on. He's not going to do that. He's a free agent. He always wants, as you know very well, and that story's been out there several times. Keyshawn's talked about it. Harry knows it firsthand. Harry Douglas told me that when he was working out, still trying to see if he could get another year out of the NFL, he was working out with Devontae and Derek Carr. And they were there together all the time, he said. Together a lot. You could tell they have a real relationship. So if you're Devontae, that's exactly what you want to do especially after the Henry Ruggs situation. I mean, the Raiders are going to have to get themselves a number one wide receiver. It makes sense. So if I'm good at Kuntz, I'm saying this. All right, I can do the math. I'm not losing one player. I'm losing two very important pieces of an offense that will turn me into a rebuild. And for a GM, rebuild means you're building the team for the next GM. You're going to get fired. So I'm going to get aggressive and say, all right, Aaron, you want to go west? How's Vegas? You think you can do, you think you'd enjoy Vegas? They love headliners there in Vegas, and you know better than anyone fits about what the Raiders are going through right now in Las Vegas, how popular or not Carr is. Are people buying into the Raiders now that they've moved from Oakland to Las Vegas? That is a headliner city just as much as New York and L.A. are. And so there you do it. You, you see if you can make a deal 
where I can get Derek Carr, so I have a quarterback who's a top 10, top 12 quarterback, and I keep my wide receiver who's one of the best wide receivers in the game, and I don't have to go through a rebuild. I can still be the best team in my division, and everybody ends up happy. This seems too easy, I know, but it's certainly a scenario that if I was the GM of the Packers, I'd have that at the very top of my list. Yeah, I mean, think about, too, you're talking about Derek Carr, one year left after this year for $25 million on his contract. It's affordable to bring him over. If you are so dug in on Jordan Love, then you can still bring over Carr and then see where it goes from there. You can franchise Carr after that. In the time that it's taken you to do that, you've gotten Adams locked up long-term, so you've taken care of one of your issues. From a Vegas standpoint, you mentioned it, and I think it's really been under-talked about. Like Las Vegas, the, the Raiders need to cement themselves within that city, and they also need to compete every single week with a lot of different entertainment options. So, yes, mm-hmm. even though they've sold all their tickets to PSLs, and I'm sure they're making their money, and that's fine, they need somebody on billboards. That was supposed to be John Gruden, obviously, for reasons far more important than football. It's not John Gruden now. So the, the Raiders are at a real they're, – they're at a crossroads trying to figure out what their future looks like. They need a GM, a coach – and a quarterback, and the, one of those has got to be somebody you can put on a billboard that's going to drum up interest every single day about your team. That's Aaron Rodgers in that yeah. sense. So even though you're, you're treating for a quarterback that's much later in his career, it feels like this is the rare win-win scenario where both sides can look at it and say, okay, that's best for Carr, it's best for Rodgers, it's best for the Raiders, it's best for the Packers. I don't see a losing it. And if you're the Raiders, you might need to be aggressive this year, making sure that Denver isn't the team that ultimately acquires Aaron Rodgers. You don't want to end up exactly. being the one that, that didn't give enough for him. Think about also that division just in its entirety as well. You, you could end up being uh, in a tougher situation now because you know Justin Herbert is special and, he, and he's, gonna, uh, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. So let me ask you then, because I gave you the perspective from the pack. If I'm the Packers GM, this is how I'm going to view it. And I want to get Tannenbaum's thoughts on this in a little bit because he's obviously been in that front office role. But you are a Raiders fan. I want you to be the Raiders ownership. I want you to be uh, uh, the one that's making these decisions. You got to sell this. You got to sell this to Aaron Rodgers because it's not like that team. Is as you know, you go to Denver, you got a defense that's pretty special. I don't, I'm not sure if Vic Fangio's the guy for the future there. Uh, they do have some weapons offensively also uh, in Denver. Denver's a very interesting scenario for him. But sell me the Raiders if I'm Aaron Rodgers. Well, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to come in and say, look, Aaron, we're going to replicate exactly what Tampa Bay did. We're going to let you have a say in everything that happens here. Who do you want to be your coach? What type of offense do you want to run? What players do you want us to bring in to be around you? Now, you know you have Darren Waller, uh, one of the best tight ends in the league. That's a heck of an option for you. You know you have Hunter Renfro, who has turned into one of the better slot receivers in the league, too. So Mm -hmm. you've got a couple options for him. Uh, You also know on the defensive side of the ball, there's a young core that is very good. So there are players on the defensive side of the ball. Yannick Ngakwe has had a great year and is a younger guy. Max Crosby makes his first Pro Bowl, a younger guy that's played really well. You can look and say there's a handful of players on the defensive side of the ball that can be building blocks. So what you've got to do, and I think they're about 10th right now in available salary cap space. So you're going to go to Aaron Rodgers and say, hey, we're going to build whatever you want around us, and we're going to make sure that in the process of doing that, we get you all the weapons you need and we'll be built to compete for right now also you'll move to a place with no state income tax where the weather's really nice and we'll make sure you're taken care of i mean Playing those are yeah. they, those yeah. are, are variables and, and i think too if you think about it that might that's where it's appealing because what happened with brady when he went to to tampa it wasn't just tom brady went to tampa 
It's, hey, Gronk, we're getting the band back together, right? It's, it's who else wants to join me uh, on a cheaper contract? Who else wants to come down here and be part of something special? Well, maybe that also happens in Vegas because, A, it's Vegas. All right, that's an attractive place to play. It's not a nap town at all. And it's also a brand-name franchise. You know, there's something to be said about playing for the silver and black. And, and it's also playing with Aaron Rodgers. So if I'm a wide receiver and I'm, I'm on the open market, yeah, I, I'll go there. I'll go there, and I might even take less to go there because that guy's going. I'm going to put up big numbers with that guy, and that team is going to be obviously a huge following, and they're going to get a lot of coverage, and I'm going to get the shine that I'm. I maybe I think I deserve. So that's why the the lack of a number one wide receiver there. But you mentioned the other pieces, and, and Waller especially, just how good he is. That that is that should be an attractive situation for him. Maybe even better than Denver, you know, because it's not the cold weather, although he's been used to it. I do think Vegas, and again, I, I equate Vegas in the NFL to New York and L.A. It's the same exact thing. Like you said, you're competing because you have Broadway in New York. You have, obviously, in L.A., you have Hollywood. You have that entertainment side competition. But with that, if you're one of the stars in a city like that, you are put on a higher pedestal because you're among not just pro athletes who are revered in that in the market, but all of the celebrities that are revered in that market. He's Alan Hahn. I'm Jason Fitz. You're listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Let's bring in Mike Tannenbaum, our resident NFL expert, former GM. You know so much about this, Mike. So uh, we're living in La La Land. We'll let you bring us to reality. The Raiders, Packers make a swap for Carr, for Rodgers. Tell me why it doesn't work for everybody. Well, I would say this, guys. If I'm Green Bay, I'm doing everything within reason and 50% more to convince Aaron Rodgers you need to retire. So we're going to go through all that, Jason, for several months. And you got to remember the word no is a great conversation starter in a negotiation. So um, <laughs> I would do whatever it took. I would name buildings after him, monuments, boulevards. I would give him the keys to the city, the state, whatever it would take, you know, Green Bay's gone since 1992 with Favre and Rodgers, so they have to do whatever they can. But assuming we get through all that, then if you come to the sober reality, guys, that, hey, he's not going to be here, it's really a very, very interesting discussion. Mike, I, I feel like the, the Raider one would be – and I've learned a lot from you working with you about the mindset from a front office perspective and how aggressive you need to be and everything that you need to do almost from the moment a season ends. And that's why the more I thought about you know, Roger's future as he's kept it so vague, I keep going back to Las Vegas as the destination that if I'm the GM of the Packers, I'm trying to think of how do I avoid a rebuild? How do I avoid having to go with a young quarterback or a quarterback competition? Because we all know that if you lose Aaron Rodgers, you're probably losing Devontae Adams. More than likely, he will want to go play with Derek Carr. That's been the rumor forever. He's going to be a free agent. So with that in mind, all right, tell you what, you don't have to leave to get Derek Carr. We'll get him for you and try to work out something where I get him out of the NFC and I send him west where allegedly he wants to go, closer to L.A., which certainly Vegas could be. And it's a headline type of town that I think he would really thrive in. So I try to work something out on that front so I don't have to do a full rebuild. And in fact, I still have probably the best, the best wide receiver quarterback combination in my, in my division. That I feel like I could still be the best team in my division and still be a playoff team with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams.
Yeah, and uh, I think Justin Jefferson may have something to say about that, but it's it's a very fair point. And you bring up a really important point, which is if I'm Green Bay, and and unfortunately that day is going to come, it may come next year in 2022 or a year or two after that, what's most important, guys, is you have to create an aura of association. And we saw that most recently in Tampa Bay a year ago when players like Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, on and on and on, they want to play with Tom Brady because they have a chance to win a championship. It's great weather, no state income tax. And by the way, that's a great part of the conversation, Jason, for your Raiders and what Aaron Rodgers can do, because that checks a lot of boxes. But, Alan, fundamentally, to your point, it's a really good one, which is you need to give people reason to go to Green Bay. Again, it's been close to 30 years, and I had a chance to know the great Ron Wolf, Hall of Fame GM, and if he was part of this discussion, he, was t- he would tell you how hugely consequential the late great Reggie White signing in Green Bay was Mm -hmm. not because he was a great pass rusher that was true but if Reggie White could pick Green Bay any player could could pick them and this is going back a long time ago but one of the concerns a lot of the people had that were following the NFL at the time was would a team like Green Bay be able to attract free agents and because we've had 30 years of historically great quarterback play the answer's of course been yes. So you bring up a really interesting point. You're going to need – you have to give players a reason to want to go there. So, But walk to the other side of this because let's be real. Presuming that the Raiders don't make the playoffs, I'm then presuming that there's going to be massive change within the organization, and that could be as much as a GM, a coach, and a quarterback. I made the point earlier that because they're in Vegas, they need superstars somewhere. So I'm going to make – uh, I'm going to make you the GM of the team. Are you going forward trying to make Derek Carr work long-term, or are you trying to trade Derek Carr where you have leverage to get a bigger name in at quarterback? Well, Jason, I'm just shocked that you want to talk about the Raiders. So, you know, I, I know. Merry Christmas I know. It's and Happy shocking. New Year to you. I'm, this is like <laughs> you – know, this is this is a stunning development here. Um, I mean, the over-under, I mean, it's been four minutes. I should have taken the under. Um, but, look, to me, you know, Derek Carr is good, guys. Aaron Rodgers is great. Russell Wilson is great. And we've talked about this before this week, Alan, which is, and I've been there because I've traded for Brett Favre. There is a massive intangible when you trade for a franchise quarterback. So Derek Carr, to me, you can be, it's the ideal B plus because every day you're waking up and Patrick Mahomes is an A, and we can argue is Justin Herbert, is he an A minus um, he's going to be starting in the Pro Bowl for whatever that's worth. But the point being is you have the third best quarterback in that division for the foreseeable future because of Mahomes and Herbert's age. So to me, if you have a chance to get Russell Wilson, if you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, you need to do it because if you really want to compete year in and year out, well, Derek Carr is a really solid player. And once in a while, he'll beat a Herbert. He'll beat a Mahomes, as we've seen, I think, consistently – you have to take advantage of that opportunity if it presents itself. I'm just saying, Alan, like I, I thought I showed great restraint in waiting four minutes to get well, I, I, yeah, I was going to cover for you there Thank because you. <laughs> I'm the one that brought up the Raiders. This is, this is my you know, evil genius idea on how to save uh, Brian Gutekunst's job. But maybe, maybe that, you know, I, I shouldn't. So. You know, maybe the Packers need to finally have, you know, some bad luck. But I just felt like that, you know, as we're trying to come up with scenarios, that's the one that, that I just think makes sense for everybody, which, of course, means it's it's never going to happen, right? Like, that's, yeah. that's well, 
that, that's how that works. But I still, am, I, it's, <laughs> but it just, I, it blows my mind though because I love hearing the story, how Mike explains it when a when a quarterback of this stature becomes available. It's like Russell Wilson and the Giants, and we've talked about this, Mike, in the past this week. You just call. You do not get off the phone. Like you had that. Brett Favre's available. We had a quarterback we really liked in Chad Pennington. Everybody loves Chad Pennington. I still love Chad Pennington. But you know, did you want to get over the top? You were. We want to win a damn Super Bowl. How do we do it? Let's get that guy because he's got rings. He's but done there, it. Is it. Let's but bring him in. There's going to be a lot of competition for that this year because the, you mentioned earlier, like, yep. and I've heard Mike, you've talked a lot about where Cleveland is with their quarterback, but like also Pittsburgh doesn't have a quarterback next year. The Washington right. football team, but may or who may not can have offer? Like, who can offer Green Bay? Like again, Mike, be you be now the GM of the Packers. Who can offer you more for a guy like that? Like, do you want draft picks and rebuild for the next guy, or do I want a guy that I can plug in right now and still stay competitive? You know, you know, Cleveland. What are they offering me? What is, what is, you know, what is New Orleans offering me? What are they offering? Draft picks? Is this what I want? Like, I don't know if I want. I, mean, guys, I kind of want somebody I, that I can plug in and keep playing and not lose my top wide receiver. Right, hey, hey guys, what a fun conversation because we could add teams like, believe it or not, like Tampa Bay, even Carolina. But how about if you go to the New York Giants and say, hey, guess what? You know, we want. Both your first-round picks, which should be in the top ten, we want Andrew Thomas, James Bradbury. And if you're the Giants, you just keep nodding your head yes because if you get Aaron Rodgers, it changes everything. So if you're Brian Gutekunst, you say to every team in the league, the the 10 to 12 teams we just said, and say, give me your best offer and don't get mad at me if I don't call you back because I'm not going to go more than once and just give me your absolute best offer – and I just don't think we can overplay this point enough because I was there in 2008 when we trade for Brett Favre. It energizes the equipment manager, ticket sales, oh, yeah. the, the groundskeeper, and your phone, your phone is blowing up from every agent because players want to go and try to win a championship. In that case, New York, greatest city in the world, NFL. And imagine if you're the New York Giants, and as bad as things have been over the past decade, imagine if you could have... Aaron Rodgers, even if it's for a year or two, it just changes everything. And that's why this offseason to me will be so fascinating. Again, if you're Vegas, given all the choppiness of the past year, it's just amazing what one transaction can do, especially with all their other young skill players. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.